This Week in Steady Trade with Tim Bowen. Why don't you just shut the hell up? Welcome back to This Week in Steady Trade. Got a grab bag of interesting topics that are both research-orientated as well as some trading ideas. Number one, if you're watching on YouTube, yes, I have a sweatshirt again. It feels like I wear a sweatshirt in almost every one of these podcasts, but it is May 22nd in Michigan, and it is 40 degrees out. So uh, we we should probably do a uh, This Week in Steady Trade on my uh, skepticism of global warming. But that's a touchy subject. We'll save that for another day. I'm a global warming skeptic. On May 22nd. I may change that. But anyway, so some stuff to go over. Um, Resources-wise, I always like to bring um, the listeners, all of you, stuff that I think that is useful. And I've got, a, I've actually got a book a little bit later. I'll probably wrap up with the book that I'm going to recommend. And then, you know, I'm a huge, huge fan of Barron's. Um, I've mentioned it many times on this podcast. And uh, now... Many of you might be penny stock traders, low price stock traders. You're not going to find any penny stocks in Barron's. But something that I think is a is a powerful attribute and something you should aspire to as a trader. And and I don't, you know, again, I don't care if you trade nothing but one cent OTC stocks. You should still have a grasp of what is going on in the markets, what is happening in trading, in economics, in the world. To have a gauge because even if you're trading those one cent OTC stocks, you will see trends and we've got a trend to talk about. And, and so, so always be aware. I'm a big fan of Barron's, big fan of the Wall Street Journal to this day. You know, I don't get paid any affiliate money, but I recommend subscribing to quality sources. And those, the big three are, um, I'll just give them one more time. Barron's investors business daily, great asset. And Wall Street Journal. I pay for all three of them. All together, they're not cheap. I would say each one of them is 25 to 30 bucks a month, you know, some 75, 80 dollars a month in fees. It's not cheap, but I think they're quality, great resources. And the reason I want to bring up Barron's is this week's issue. We actually did a this week in steady trade last week about uncertainty in the with the China tariffs. And how I really felt that it was overblown. And I actually gave you a trade idea uh, going back to that this week in steady trade on the 14th. I think it would have been a week ago yesterday. Um, and not trying to, you know, brag or, or, or hindsight on these ideas. But if you go back to that this week in steady trade, I talked about, I felt like there was a lot of panic in especially the soybean market. And oddly enough, that the 14th was the as of today was the bottom in soybeans and they've been trending back. Now, why did I have that opinion? Because I'm reading these resources and I know back to my, I'm, I'm kind of closing the loop here back to my complaints about the weather in Michigan. I know a lot of really big farmers. My dad's still a farmer. He's retired, still farms, uh, 160 acres, small farm, but I'm friends with some big farmers, like thousands of acres, and they've barely got any soybeans in the ground. I actually, I think many of you know, I live in rural Michigan. I can look out my window and see a 80 acre soybean field that's next to me, not planted. Okay. Remember supply and demand. So I'm not saying you should have, should have bought soybeans last week, or if you're even ever going to trade commodity features, futures, 
But the point I'm trying to make is be aware of supply and demand. And if there's going to be a supply issue, it doesn't really matter what the tariffs are, okay? China needs soybeans. The world needs soybeans. Why? The world, you know, as much as we joke about the BYND uh, IPO, one of the best IPOs of all time beyond meat. They make fake meat. But the simple fact is the world is consuming more meat than any time in history. What do you feed pigs? What do you feed chickens? What do you feed? I don't think they feed cattle, soybeans. But anyway, pigs, chickens. I mean, a lot of these feed animals are eating soybeans. The world's not going to eat less meat in the short term. Maybe Beyond Meat will change that. I'm not sure. But um, anyway, going back to the tariff idea, um, the quote from this article, the Don't Panic article that came out four days after my This Week in Steady Trade where I told you not to panic. Um, and I was kind of scoffing at the, uh, at, at the impact of the tariffs. And the quote is, if you were ever going to impose costs on the U.S. consumer, the time is when unemployment is at 50-year lows, which I talked about. Inflation is a pancake, um, says Christopher Smart, head of Barings Investment Institute. And it's clear that the Chinese government has tools to work to deal with tariffs and even more fiscal firepower than the U.S. So um, closing the loop, I think that one of the biggest ideas is ignore the mainstream media when they're screaming panic. Look at things that are going on around you. Um, look at that. The fact that, I mean, going back to, I, I, I talk about this on my Twitter feed. I think, I mean, we live in the most incredible time in history. Check out Steven Pinker. Okay, Steven Pinker has a bunch of great works. We live in the safest time in history. I mean, it may not seem like it when you watch the news, but we live in the greatest point of human history ever right now. And it's just getting better. And I think that goes back to watching those unemployment numbers. I had a, a, a buddy of mine is a concrete contractor. I need a small job done, a small retaining wall for some landscaping. He's my friend, okay? And he can't get to me for like six weeks. I had him stop by last night. It's a small one-day project. He's my friend, and he's like, I can't get to you for six weeks. He won't even answer the phone I mean, here the, he is a, a concrete contractor. He does small jobs, big jobs, and he won't even answer his phone if the number isn't already in his contacts because he's sick of telling people, I can't get to you for a month, two months, three months. So that was my point on uh, the tariffs. I thought they were a non-issue. I think the markets were spooked unjustifiably. Let's get to work on the other stuff. Um, other things I want you to track is this Huawei news. Um, you know, they've been, uh, I don't know all of the particulars, but there's been a lot of this hacking news, backdoor news, Huawei. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, they make a lot of networking gear. I think they're the number one phone manufacturer in the world or number two or something. You know, you don't see them that much in the U S but the rest of the world, I mean, they, I, I think they might be even ahead of Apple. I think Samsung might be one. And that's like Huawei and then Apple. So they're huge. They're getting banned right now in the U.S. That's a trade opportunity. Look for 5G, particularly sympathy plays, okay? 5G is coming. It may cook all of our brains, but it's coming. You know, uh, ridiculous speeds. I saw some testing like gigabit speeds to a phone. 
it's coming. And Huawei was a big operator in that market. And they're getting kind of shut out right now. Look for low price stocks that are in that 5G chipset market. Um, I will be. I don't have any ideas off the top of my head. I know LSCC, uh, ticker LSCC was one we watched in Stocks to Trade Pro a lot a few weeks ago. But uh, look for those 5G plays and low price stocks. Um, electric cars are back. WKHS. Look at last week's chart. So again, I think it was a week ago today, actually would have been May 15th. Um, Trump, uh, you, you had a, a, a kind of a perfect storm, a Trump tweet about a, a penny stock. Um, electric cars are hot, especially electric trucks are getting hot. And there was some talk of them going into General Motors old factory. Now, WKHS at this point failed, but there was a huge day trade opportunity going back to last week. Look at that chart on the day. Big gain, and then that VWAP hold late day spike we look for all the time. Um, and then some more news. As of, I think, last night, speaking of General Motors, they've been, uh, they released that they're working on an electric pickup. So that is what you look for. You know, look for those big companies Talking about electric vehicles, electric trucks, then you can filter down to those low price stocks. And as penny stock traders, those are some of the great best opportunities if you can spot them. Weed warming up a little bit again. Um, haven't seen any amazing weed stocks, but, uh, I saw some news out of, I think it was Texas that, uh, they, they kind of, uh, loosened up their rules. Um, Cron, VFF are a couple stocks that are working today. They've all been kind of choppy, but keep weed on your radar. And then, um, just some quick commentary on Lyft versus Uber. Um, again, going back to past this week in steady trades, I talked about how Lyft got, I think got a little greedy. They kept upping their price of their IPO and, uh, and they paid the price. Lyft beat down Uber. Not bad. Uber had a rough couple days, but it's been trending back. And that's what you always want to, if you're looking to trade IPOs, which I don't necessarily recommend if you're a new trader, but I get it. They can be alluring. So if you are looking to trade those IPOs, look for what Uber did. Let it do whatever those first couple days. Chop around, but then once it starts trending back, you can look. There's there's decent opportunities. BYND. BYND was a high-priced one, but, uh, man, it put in a couple weeks of, of grinding action before kind of falling off last week. It probably just got a little bit ahead of itself. Um, 5G, China, Huawei, Lyft, Uber, Workhorse, Weed, Soybeans, throwing a lot at you. Last thing is a book I am starting, and this goes back to that idea of being in tune with the markets. I'm excited to start this one. If you're not on YouTube, I'm holding it up, but it'll be linked below. Um, it's The Behavioral Investor by Daniel Crosby. Um, New York Times bestseller. He's a, a behavioral psychologist and asset manager. You know, a lot of you ask about the psychology of trading. Number one, always top of my list is anything by Brett Steenbarger, but uh, I'm excited to read this because it is based around that psychology of fear and greed. So thanks again, everyone. That's what's up this week in Steady Trade, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Hi, this is Aaron, a.k.a. Double A Ron from New York City. 
and I like to go outside and find a stray dog, preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close, stare it down eye to eye until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real, actual prizes at their website, SteadyTrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in New York City. (laughs) 